2: Hey y'all, Becky here. Before we get into the episode, I did want to apologize. The audio is a little bit wonky in this one. Um, This was our first time having a guest in the studio, and I have obviously gotta work on my microphone placement because audio was bleeding all over the place. So if it sounds like Dave is in a bit of a tunnel, I'm really sorry about that. I hope that you can still enjoy this great episode and conversation with Lisa Lucy.
0: Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food cast. I got thrown off because it says Becky Streepy on it. What? It says Becky Streepy.
2: It always I does. know,
0: but this one time it threw me off.
2: Okay. Welcome
0: to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm David Streepy.
2: And I'm Becky Streepy. Do the rest. This week on the <laughs> show... <laughs> this week on the show, we have a very special episode of Talkin' Tofu... <laughs> Atlanta VegFest organizer Lisa Luzzi is joining us for (laughs) a breakfast sandwich cook-off.
0: And I'm in a different chair. And it's really difficult.
2: (laughs) And my drink is on the right instead of the left. And for some reason, that is throwing us away. My (laughs)
0: script that that I frequently decry is usually on the right side. And it's on the left side. And I tried to move it to the right side while Becky was talking and it covered up what she was reading on the on her left side. Is it normally on your left side?
2: Yeah, I always. Okay,
0: have so you it. get everything the way that you want. No,
2: my it. drink is usually except
0: for I'm except for the drink, which is on my table. You asked right before we started if you could put your drink on my table.
2: Yeah, and you said no. I'm gonna play through. It's Are gonna you be okay.
0: Seriously, gonna be okay.
2: Lisa Luzzi is the executive director of Atlanta VegFest. Atlanta VegFest is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to support the community and promote the benefits of a vegan and plant-based lifestyle founded in compassion for animals, people, and the environment. Lee has been vegan since 2001 (laughs) and loves to show people how easy veganism can be. That's true. She does a great job of it. After operating a vegan business with her husband... And exhibiting at festivals and conferences across the country, she decided to start Atlanta VegFest in 2012. Really? Yep, 2012. Wow. Lee also serves on the board of directors for the Atlanta-based nonprofit Tommy's Holiday Fund and always seeks to encourage people to consider veganism a viable lifestyle option. And I want to add that Lee's... Um, business that she used to run was called Cosmos Vegan Shop, and it used to be across the street from Dave's and my apartment. That's how we met. You is that
0: true? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that.
2: When we We were were just talking about
0: Cosmos this week,
2: I know when we lived, we were talking about it on the pod last week, and when we lived at Highland Walk, it was across the street.
0: Oh, well, I remember that part.
2: It's like a furniture store now, or something. Yeah, Becky used to drive her bicycle over, and
1: it had a little milk crate. Attached to it. Oh my gosh. You had a milk crate on your bike and you would bring over your cup caprons.
2: Oh yeah. Remember those and your lunch
1: kits? We sold them at our store and they were so cute.
2: Oh my gosh. The cup caprons. I forgot about those. Those You did? You
1: really forgot about
2: them? I guess I forgot about like selling them at Cosmos. We brought them to shows.
1: Like we brought them on tour. What? We totally did. Yeah, we brought them to the animal rights conference in DC and LA.
2: Whoa. Yeah. They've been to so many places. They were. They were very popular,
0: especially more places, the aprons More places than you've been.
2: I've been to those
0: places. Those The Cupcaeprons beat you there, though.
2: They did. They did. <laughs> wow. We wow. might have taken them to Albany,
1: too. I really don't remember. See? I have to check photos, but
2: still. See? I've never been to Albany. You have now.
0: A part of you has.
2: They're so well-traveled. The Cupcaeprons <laughs> were aprons that had a cupcake for a pocket, and they came to me in a dream. Mm-hmm. Back when I used to sell crafts that I made. That was a whole other life. Feels like someone else did
3: those things.
0: <laughs> it feels a little strange to just kind of allude to that. Like glue and glitter used to be a crafting effort. Yeah. Right?
2: It was a blog for my crafting business. And then I pivoted. And,
0: well, and then, yeah, that spawned product, which then got into stores and you also sold at festivals. And then you pivoted. I'm just
2: saying it. You, you yeah, cuz crafting a big part selling your crafts for a business is um it's a grind that I was not made for. And yeah. So I decided to not do that. But yeah. well, your
1: lunch kits were ahead of their time though. I mean, you had the metal bento box in there, you had the uh, reusable silverware and the little cloth napkin.
2: Those bento boxes were such a huge pain to source.
1: Oh, were they? <laughs> they were.
2: They came from a store in Chinatown and I would have to order and they didn't always have them. It was a whole thing.
1: Now they're everywhere, those things.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It would be much easier to do lunch kits now.
1: Just like everything else we sold at Cosmos, it's everywhere now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were just both so ahead of our time. That's
1: true. Very true.
2: (laughs) It felt so decadent living right across from (laughs) you. Sorry, my brain just stopped. We (laughs) ate one and a half breakfast sandwiches right before we sat down to do (laughs) so many breakfast sandwiches.
0: Big breakfast sandwiches. Big breakfast sandwiches.
2: Yeah, no one held back. Well, you held
1: back. You. Said. Yeah, you said you, you intentionally held back. And I, I'm I'm very sorry, Streepies, but I really <laughs> did think that you were lightweights, <laughs> and I held back because normally I'm very gluttonous with my Saturday, especially my Saturday breakfast. I normally will make like basically an omelet and throw it on a breakfast sandwich. Like I'll put you know, chopped up onions and peppers and like melted cheese and stuff. And I was like, this is too big. This is too goofy. Like <laughs> but I'm still happy with my offering. I feel like it was still a solid offering. Oh, so I think spoiler so. For it was a
2: sure. solid offering. For okay,
1: sure. good. Yeah. But all were all were equally delicious.
0: And and we'll we'll definitely get to it, but I will say that we went big. Yeah. Streepies went big.
1: You did. Yeah. You did. Blew me out of the water.
0: We stayed home. <laughs>
1: go big and go home go big go big at stay home
0: is the 2020 2021 pandemic uh lee yes so becky read your bio
2: mm-hmm. i did
0: and it's did a good a it's one. a good bio she did a good job Thanks. but let's put a little bit of a heartbeat in there you know yeah we've got lee right here yeah we can talk to her about the things in her bio we can and then unpack those things and i think what i'm most interested in I'm really not used to looking in two directions, so, I'm, so I don't mean to be like turning to awkward. Becky. I don't. He looks what, like
1: a bobblehead. I don't, right, know
0: what's happening. I don't. I don't. I do not like it. I might go over to the I'm chair. Not hearing the music that's playing. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, just as you made a big leap in your crafting business and co- like talking about your crafting business, I feel like there's a big leap here about after operating a vegan business she decided to start Atlanta bench fest. So could you talk a little bit about like how you saw the need for it and, and what it took to kind of put something like that together?
1: Yeah, I can. Um, So we had Cosmos for about seven years. And it was a big undertaking. Uh, Ken, my husband and I uh, ran it exclusively. Like we started off with jobs and did it out of our basement. Then we moved to a space on Highland Avenue for a few years. Then we moved to an even bigger space that was a warehouse because we mostly did online. And it was a big undertaking. And when we decided to close um, in 2020, in 2012, it was basically because we were seeing a lot of the products appear in regular stores. Mm-hmm. And our goal with the business was to provide unique specialty items for vegans who who would otherwise not stay vegan because they missed their favorite thing. Basically, it was not a health food store at all. We may have had a few healthy things, but we were like the first place uh, in Atlanta where you could get like every possible vegan cheese at the time which was not very plentiful like you know back in 2005 there wasn't a lot of vegan cheese we imported some from europe there was you know a a lot of things we got that were small cottage industry products that were shipped with ice packs from people's homes in different (laughs) parts of the country this was like
0: pre-cheese war
1: yeah it was like pre-war, way pre-cheese war Yeah. yeah It was when the best you could get was just not quite good enough. Yeah. Although, there, I mean, there were still some solid vegan cheeses. I mean, back, like, Tease was, like, the the popular one. And mm-hmm. we were actually the second store in the country to have Daya. Oh, wow. We um, were the
2: place where I first had Daya. I think I went to get other stuff. And you were like, "We have this cheese,
1: <laughs> right?" And I just there's something about hearing vegans rag on Dea now that I'm just like, dude, you have no idea how bad it was. Yeah. Like Dea was so good, and it's still honestly, I'm still a big fan of Dea myself. My but, but yeah, I get a
0: real gremlins vibe from your description of going into the store and leave, being like, "We have this cheese." <laughs> Don't <cook laughs> under it after this under this blanket. <laughs> I have a container. in there's one block of cheese in it. Well,
1: if you would have seen me repacking it out of five pound bags for three <laughs> hours at a time, it oh might have looked that shady, but
2: we tried try favorite? I just have for shreds, your yeah. Favorite? For shreds, I've tried so many different shreds and I feel like Dave's mouth is a gape. It melts the I'm best. I'm trying
0: not to fit the stereotype it does melt that Lee just like laid out <laughs> of people bagging on day. I'm not bagging I on day. there ever. are
2: two things. I think there's a nostalgia factor because mm. they've changed their recipe. Yeah. It's so much better now than it was. Yeah. But at the time, I actually, um, one of the projects I've been doing on my blog is like going back to recipes from like 2005 and fixing them, making the pictures better and, you know, like republishing them and uh I found the recipe where I first used Dea which it's not really a recipe. It was me being like, I found this cheese. <laughs> they gave me this cheese. And um the way that I waxed about it is just anyway, I feel like that's still in my heart. And yeah. then it melts
1: the best. It really does melt the best. I mean, Violife I love. I feel like Violife is a really strong contender in the cheese wars. But Dea yeah. will always forever be the best melting. I don't know. Just I don't know what they quesadillas. Quesadillas.
0: I'm in the chow army.
1: Chow's good too. I, I mean, like chow.
0: I got chow sl- shreds today.
2: I'm not mad at chow.
0: You didn't react to that at all.
2: I didn't know they made shreds.
0: I know. It's that exciting. was the bomb that I was dropping. It's I'm sorry. New. Do you want to take it again? No.
1: <laughs> Tell us again. Act like act like we hadn't heard it yet.
0: I got. Ch- <laughs> No, yeah! stop. 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 I got chaff shreds today, guys.
3: <laughs> what? 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 Gonna...
0: <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah.
2: The heck yeah. you say.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the heck I do say. <laughs> All right. Chow know.
2: is good. And Junior's uses chow slices on their pizza.
0: On
1: their and they do, Yeah, that's Sicilian, man. That's oh. the best cheese in Atlanta. I'm saying it right here. Thank you. I'm laying it down on the table. Best pizza in Atlanta. Uh, thank you. So good.
0: I've been saying that. The
1: Sicilian specifically.
0: Yes. I yes. agree
2: that the Sicilian is...
1: Becky,
0: pizza, it makes me
2: feel bad later because that much bread, like my body can't handle it because I am over 40.
0: Just own your opinion, Becky. I like Don't it. Don't climb on our bandwagon I mean, just it is a because whole all of a of sudden, cow. yeah, there is a whole <laughs> package out and a loaf of bread.
2: Yeah, I can I'm only eat saying. one slice and then for the rest of the evening, I feel ill, but it is a good we
0: pizza. We should have done the Sicilian today just because we have somebody else who will eat the Sicilian with me.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm still full of breakfast sandwich, and this is (laughs) not sounding good. I feel like we
0: railroaded your whole (laughs) transition to to how you came up with VegFest. But I did want to say, like, what you're talking about, how one of the, the causes for closing the store was that these things were being more conventionally available. I feel like what we did today was, like, the realization of that or, like, a celebration of that. Yeah, because a we didn't say this before this point, but we're all in person. This yep, is our yeah. first in-person record that we've ever done.
2: Mm-hmm. It's exciting.
1: So
0: it's also our first one since the pandemic.
1: Yay, vaccines!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. vaccines work.
3: Vaccines work.
0: But yeah, so <laughs> like what we did, I I would say probably double-digit number of ingredients or products that were all found in like Kroger's and Whole Foods and Publix's and like.
2: Yeah, just like regular grocery stores. Yeah. Oh, 100%.
1: Baby baby vegans have no idea how hard it was to get things. I mean, it's it's really wild. And, you know, Ken and I are activists at heart and we were when we started. And even though we were starting a business to earn a living, yay capitalism, it was still like we wanted to do something to help increase awareness of vegan, veganism and basically help keep people vegan if they want to be, yeah. you know? So we sold some supplements. We sold some, you know, specialty foods. We sold a lot of desserts, a lot of sweets. Cause that was a lot, a lot of like, Oh, I really miss chocolate things like that. So when it came time, uh, when it started, when it started, like being apparent to us that we were basically a day a store <laughs> and a and a garden store for people who lived really in in you know more rural places yeah. and we were just spending a lot of money shipping things to rural places mm-hmm. and We were like, you know, um, things are becoming more available and that's not the worst reason to close because that's the reason we started in the first place. And then, um, vegan products started booming and that, that made us really happy. Um, but you know, also, uh, I became, I I was pregnant and I gave birth in 2011 and I, um, had no idea that you couldn't just strap a child to your body and keep working like a normal person. (laughs) Same. Isn't that that funny how that doesn't work? They're like real people. They need things. They all. Attention. (laughs) (laughs) So we did that for a year. I took him into Cosmos with me and, like, was rocking him with a foot while I was, you know, (laughs) filling orders on the computer. I'd take him into the warehouse. It was like, you know, our warehouse was like this big open you know, loud space. And I remember having him in a carrier on my body and I would use the tape gun and it was loud, a loud tape gun and his whole body would shake. And I was just oh. like, this isn't the best like place for him. And so we ended up hiring people to help us. So I, could and they work for money,
0: right? And like, they you work have to for, pay them. Yeah. So the, I paid
1: yeah. people to do my job while I <laughs> So I don't, it made no sense. So we're like, you know, let's, let's give it a rest. So yeah. we retired Cosmos and almost immediately I felt, my <clears throat> the the my activism that i was used to i was used to talking to be people about veganism and encouraging people to try it and like highlighting new products and things they could try and i just felt like a little bit of a hole that i really wanted to fill and um i had a friend who saw something online i think she saw a video that the podcast our hen house made um, Jasmine Singer and Marianne—they uh, made a, a podcast that had something to do with Veg Fest starting to boom around the country. Because bef- back in those days, there was only a few in some major cities. And uh, my friend said somewhere on social media—I think it might have been Facebook—she said somebody should really do this in Atlanta. And I always say, like, if someone says somebody should do mm-hmm. something, it's like a pet peeve of mine because it's like, I you should do it. Why isn't somebody? Yeah, like, I really want somebody <laughs> to not say that yeah. and just think instead think to themselves, maybe I should figure out how to do this or yeah. help somebody figure out to do this instead of just like yelling at an ether, maybe somebody should do this. So, um, I sent her a message. I was like, Hey, maybe you should do it. And she was like, Oh my gosh, maybe I should. And then she's like, Will you help me? And I'm like, Yeah, maybe I can. My first thought was, and I think I told her this. I'm like, I'm, I have a baby at home. I really need to like focus on my family for a while and not get too busy. This is the first time in seven years. I haven't been working seven Remember. days a week. Um, so. So I told her that I didn't have a lot of time and that I would help her, but I wouldn't take over. So anyway, <laughs> nine years later, I'm running <laughs> the full show. No, uh, she she had a great idea, and she was really uh, in, integral in a starting, but then um, she ended up finding it was too much work for her to do and her full-time job. So she pulled out. And I got some other friends who were active in the vegan community to uh, join me, and we started a, a nonprofit. We cr- turned it into a nonprofit, and we started a board, and we've just been doing it since 2012. It's been a lot of
2: fun. Well, we're glad you do it. It's amazing.
3: Yeah,
2: it's so the best part I think has been just seeing it like growing every year. It is where did where was the first Veg best located?
1: Uh, It was at a warehouse space called Ambient Plus Studio. <laughs> oh, yeah. We knew um, the space
0: from our friends at the IndieCraft Experience.
1: Yes, and that's exactly where I got the idea. <laughs> I was like, Indie Craft was there. I'm going to do that because it looked cool because
2: I went there. I went to their, their event, and I was like, oh, this is a great space. It is, but it's not a huge space. And now it's at like a huge – I can't remember the name of the space it's at now, but it's a huge space, enormous, like multiple floors.
0: Well, we definitely shouldn't talk about where it is this year. Well, this year's a little different is. because it. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. But yeah.
2: like, up until this year, it's been at a huge multi-floor like convention center.
1: Right. Yeah, we've moved around a few times. Like Ambient Plus was the first year. The second year we did a uh, like a wedding venue called La Dodo, which was like <laughs> way too small. But we, we've, it, like, square footage wise, it was bigger than Ambient. But uh, and then fourteen fifteen, we were at Metropolitan State College in atlanta and that was actually a good space but we kind of grew out of that too and then uh 16 17 18 we went to the cobb civic center which really made a lot of people mad because it wasn't technically atlanta but oh, it was yeah. much bigger and yeah. it was affordable and it had free parking um so that was cool and uh yeah in 2019 we moved to infinite energy center in Gwinnett, which also had the same effect as <laughs> it. but that's okay it was a great space too um this year, though, you know, 2020, we obviously had to cancel mm-hmm. because of COVID. And had a great
0: shirt, though. Yeah. Great it shirt. was
1: a cute shirt. Yeah. Had three animals on it looking cute. And then uh, 2021 happened. So we had the artist add masks and <laughs> mark out 2020 <laughs> and put 21 over it. So that's the shares. <laughs> So yeah, this year we're at uh, in a parking lot of the Atlanta Expo centers, which uh, for people in Atlanta who might be familiar with Scott Antique Market, it's where the Scott Antique oh, market is. It's nice. in their giant parking lot. Oh, cool. And uh, we're just keeping it kind of more low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally our key is education, which we bring in speakers. But since we're doing outdoors, we kind of put that aside for just just for this year. And we're doing it more market style, so it's nice. it's it's a smaller amount of vendors. Like we normally have over a hundred vendors, this is going to be closer to fifty, um, spreading them out so everybody has plenty of room to move around. It's shorter; we're not doing a full day. It's three to seven, hmm. um, so you know just to lessen people's exposure to a crowd, and you know it, hopefully it'll be really nice and low key. And we are looking forward to it. A lot of good food too, and this is the first time we're able to bring in food trucks, so that's
0: cool. Oh. That nice. is exciting.
1: Yeah. And what is the what's the date? Uh, November 6th. That's a Saturday.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, you know one of the things that I've really personally enjoyed about VegFest is like you know that there is a vegan community but you don't see it until like you're all in the same space, you know? Like you're you're aware of it because If there wasn't, there wouldn't be products on shelves and there wouldn't be restaurants succeeding in in the area. Uh, But it's not until you like get together or you're in a space where everybody's getting together and you just look around and you see just like how diverse it is, how widespread it is. And it's always um, a really cool kind of celebration of that, you know?
1: yeah that that's very true and you know at the heart of veg fest we were originally you know the the goal is to get non vegetarian and non vegan people to come because it's a free community event, but the the vegan community itself is really the core of the event because it does show people who might be interested in starting veganism. um, It might show, Hey, first of all, there's a large variety of people, especially in Atlanta, multicultural, different sizes, shapes, ages of people. You don't have to be thin to be vegan. You don't have to be white to be vegan. There's just a lot of, a lot of diversity in our community. And I think it, it helps people understand that. And it also just shows people how, how, um, welcoming and friendly everybody is it, it that is very nice i do like i do like the the vegan community factor because everybody gets so excited too. yeah i love seeing posts where people are like get this sandwich oh my, god. <laughs> like, oh my god it's the best day of the year it just brings a tear you know so that's, happy yeah. Yeah.
0: that's the other thing i like too is that the food is just banging and yeah there's so many good options yeah bring <laughs> yeah. your stretchy pants yeah is what For sure say. For yes, sure. absolutely i need <laughs> so much when i'm there <laughs> i like the bring your stretchy pants option like you like Halfway through, you put them on (laughs) because you're starting to run. They're in a backpack, and then at some point you go to the porta potty. It's time.
1: I, I already unbuttoned, but I think it's time right. to bring out the stretchy don't,
0: pants. Don't wear your stretchy pants <laughs> to the event because they're not going to fit yet. But when you're there, like a couple hours in, they will start fitting, and that's the time to put them bring on. Bring a second. Pair.
2: Right. <laughs> I think Fetchback right. needs to start having a changing area. Oh, yeah.
1: Stretchy yeah. pants changing think, station. Maybe yeah, we should make branded stretchy table. pants. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, my. <laughs> Branded stretchy pants. There you You're go. Doing it.
0: Cup, cup, can cup panty. Cup. Yep. Yep. Cup cup cupcake Cupcake. pants.
2: Cupcake. Yep. Cup pantaloons.
0: <laughs> cup pantaloons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They'll also have cupcake pockets. No reason. <laughs> so, everything's better with pockets. That's true. So I also wanted, was hoping you would talk a little bit about Tommy's holiday fun because it's such a cool thing.
1: Oh sure. And and honestly, I do very little with Tommy's other than am um, a cheering section for Wes and Julie, the the uh the couple who started Tommy's. I just like to throw that in there to give them a little bit of make sure everybody knows about them because they do wonderful work. So, uh the whole the whole purpose of Tommy's Holiday Fund that uh Wes and Julie Allen started um is to make sure that families who have companion animals are able to keep their companion animals if a treatment comes of li- up, uh, something that's going to alter the life of their companion animal, and they can't afford to help it. Mm. Like if it's a choice between euthanization or getting a surgery, Tommy's comes in and help. Oh, wow. And they're very grassroots, you know. Um, They will, you know, they, they pretty much use every time there's an animal in need, it's usually some very expensive surgery and Wes will get on the phone with his, his, uh, preferred vet, you know, his partner vets and see who has the best price and who can do it the soonest. And he, he negotiates some things down and payment plans if needed, and gets the animal in to get them care. Um, but then he'll also usually have to do a fundraiser for that animal at the time. So you'll see, if you follow it, Tommy's on any social media, you'll see, like, a specific animal story. And this is how much m- money we need. I like the transparency that they provide. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's to the dollar. It's 100%. They don't use the money that they raise for anything except these animals. You know, it's 100% going back to the animals. Wow. So I really like that.
0: That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, is that is there a site for it?
1: So yes, it's Tommy'sHolidayFund dot org, okay. and THF. You'll you'll see a lot of THF on their social media, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Well, I'm excited for this year's Veg Fest. I was gutted that I mean, understandably, it got canceled last year, but I really look forward to it, and I'm excited to participate this year.
2: It's one of my favorite times of the year
1: oh i love yeah. hearing that thank you
2: oh of course yeah yeah thank we're you. really
1: excited it you know being outdoors in november should be an adventure but um you know i always used to i i've always said i would never do an outdoor event to be honest mm-hmm. with you i've always said that so i'm very nervous this year but i'm also very excited and i do think it is going to be a nice fun celebration
2: november is like rain wise is pretty low risk at least
3: yeah why
1: would
2: say you the do word? That? What what is say the word into? i'm, so, I'm so sorry i was uh, thinking back to i did lots of outdoor markets and november was like it might be cold that's yeah. what jackets but are for
0: this yeah. like this is a very fall vibe for me in my head like mm-hmm. i i associate veg fest with fall yeah it's like with like deep fall too not just like we're in fall now, but it's like, whatever, it's still hot.
2: Yeah, shorts weather
1: Like
0: Yeah, I associate this with, like, jacket fall, coat fall.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we
1: couldn't change the season of it because, well, for one thing, November works for all of us on the board, like, mm-hmm. as far as all the stuff everybody has going on. But also... We couldn't even figure out if we could have it until like June, you know, so we didn't even, you know, get started on planning until June or July, Mm -hmm. which has made this an extra fun year (laughs) half the time. But um, yeah, so we couldn't change it away from November. It's just, it's just the best time of year, honestly.
0: Well, go ahead. sorry.
2: I was just going to say it makes sense. It's fine.
1: No,
0: sorry, guys. Leah, if you could just be quiet for a moment. Becky had something she wanted to say about what you just said.
2: (laughs) It makes sense.
0: Okay, good. Thank you, Becky. <laughs> well, said. <laughs>
2: Thanks. well said. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> I'm really drunk on breakfast sandwiches right now. Yeah, well, so I was going to
0: do a more elegant transition, but let's oh. talk about breakfast sandwiches. Oh,
2: wait. What, wait. We have a letter.
0: Oh, uh, do we? Are
2: we going to do a news item?
0: Is it, is it from someone we know? News,
2: news I- Can I make the sound with you? Okay, we're going to have to do a news
1: item. Right, yes.
0: do the letter, and then we'll do a news yeah, okay. item, and then
2: we'll All
0: do right. an elegant transition. Is it from somebody we know? Oh...
2: Dimson Kitty right Dimson, <laughs> Kitty. Dimson Kitty. Dimson Kitty
0: has a segment on our show now.
2: She's a friend of the show at this point. Friend of the show, Dimson Kitty right like
0: a correspondent at this With a point.
2: follow up to her follow up about the pants. <laughs> oh, right. The, the beat pants, the beat juice. Thank you. Lee is on the edge of her seat about the pants. Dave can't even look me in the eye right I'm, now. I'm
1: a toehead I know about the pants. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wonder what
0: your mom thinks about this pants saga. Can she write it?
2: <laughs> mom, let me know. Uh, Dim Sim Kitty writes, yes, 100% no beetroot stain at all. Also, Dave is drinking beet juice as I read this to him. <laughs> I'm the sort of person who would always notice if there was a remnant and not be able to wear the, them out again. These were pristine. And just after washing them in a sink in a restaurant bathroom. How? I don't know. Perhaps a birthday gift from the universe, but I try and not wear light colored clothes out to eat anymore.
1: That is shocking that it came out. I'm
2: so happy for her. Me too. Just water.
0: I can't believe it. Literally. (laughs) I'm having a difficult time believing this.
2: Dubious.
0: Do you still have the pants, Dim Sum Kitty? Send us a picture. that's what I was getting at, we'll but also
2: media.
1: You're no, gonna, we're, we're not going
0: to post pants on social media. We we're not going to put pants on Maine.
1: Are you making her do a fourth follow-up with I'm a photo? <laughs> you laugh at I'm
2: just asking. I'm happy to hop on the phone. Ask for more follow-up.
0: I just, Well, what? I'm sorry I have questions. Now we need you to you come in I'm person and show us questions. the pants. Right. <laughs> I'm operating under good faith that we'll get a uh, we would get an actual picture of the actual pants an actual picture of the actual stain area and Are that the picture Dim Sim is I am not I'm saying that I'm not calling her a liar. Okay. I feel like because this is I'm a accepting lot. Accepting a picture as proof.
2: <laughs> you need proof though.
0: I I would like I just have a hard time believing that the beet stain washed all the way
2: out. Dim Sim Kitty, I believe you.
0: I want to believe you too, but it's difficult. Because of the way my life has gone.
2: <laughs> because
0: beetroot has I all come out of bit Dave's more pants. Than words.
1: <laughs> and he wants to know how. You were right. drinking beetroot juice this morning.
0: Yeah, thankfully, not a drop was spilled yet. Yeah, there's oh, still true. some in there. There's
1: yeah. a the sip
2: left. Well, let's, let's test
1: power. it. Let's all see if Dunsum Cuddy's right. Let's it on hold, you.
0: Hold my feet to the fire that I didn't drink 100 percent of this drink. I'm concerned
2: because you don't have a second drink. What are you going to do now?
0: I'm going to go get a second drink.
1: Okay. Also, your shorts are red, so this doesn't work at all.
3: Mm-mm.
0: So now you're saying you don't trust me.
1: Yes. You're saying- Only I, because you don't not, trust not him, this. some kitty, and I'm standing I'm, up for them. I'm Her. Just, her. Okay. You're, you got it. But you're
0: operating from a place where you refuse to believe that I didn't stain my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I should just trust like it everyone. It hasn't even come
0: up at all and you're like, well, of course you stayed up.
1: I'll trust everybody because oh, who, who would lie about this?
0: Right.
2: Yeah, what would her motivation for lying? Because It would people, be
0: monstrous, wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> most people
1: prefer to complain. So yeah. if, if it wouldn't have come out, it would be I just couldn't get it out. But yeah. the fact that it did come out, she wants to tell the world. And I appreciate that because it's so exciting. That
2: is a great point. People do just love to complain. If the
1: internet
0: are you looking, why are you nothing, looking at me like that? It's that
2: the internet as what it's that people love to complain she has no reason to lie about this i agree
0: i'm just an inquisitive guy
2: i'm looking at you because you're the non-believer i'm
0: didn't i'm ready to believe i want to believe
2: dim sim kitty great letter
0: i'm the scully (laughs) you guys are a couple of molders (laughs) Mulder forever and i'm ready to believe what are
2: we really
0: coming in real low for somebody who wants to interrupt somebody by crashing into the next segment (laughs) hey welcome to talking toe news this is a segment of the podcast where i take a headline from the vegan news world and present it for discussion this one is from Veg News. Big surprise there. It's by our friend Anna. Anna Staris...
2: You really had
0: it. Like, for Anna past- Staris I just have to like w- wind up to it, you know? I have to take a couple steps back and do a running jump. From September 29th, 2021. Doja Cat's first vegan makeup line will help you get her artistic eye. Doja Cat partnered with BH Cosmetics on her first and fully vegan makeup collection that features everything fans need to recreate the artist's most iconic looks. Now, are either of y'all familiar with Doja Cat?
2: I have no idea who Doja Cat is. Okay. Wasn't she on an episode of Dave? Yes,
0: she was. Yeah. Yeah, Grammy-nominated musical artist Doja Cat. I lost the page because I hit the wrong button on my phone. She's a singer. Singer, yes. Just released her first beauty line and it's completely vegan. Made in partnership with vegan brand BH Cosmetic, inspired by Doja Cat's fantastical imagination. All items in the new collection are priced between nine dollars and thirty-six dollars. I do not know if that's a reasonable price. Somebody tell me.
1: Nine dollars is reasonable, thirty-six is pie.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: it depends, I guess, what it's for.
1: I feel like thirty-six is probably an eye cream.
2: Yeah, thirty-six sounds like an eye cream. Okay. Nine is like an eyeliner. Lipstick. Or a highlighter.
1: What yeah. would
0: uh, what would an ultra pigmented eyeshadow palette? A uh, palette? Yeah. How many
2: in the palette does yeah. it say?
0: Great question.
2: Because a palette could be six, it could be like
1: twelve to twenty five dollars. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like elf does palettes that have like a couple dozen colors in them. e.l.f. is like six bucks. Yeah. e.l.f. <laughs> elf Super is cheap. very cheap. Okay. Yeah. I would say nine to thirty six is like mid range because I've seen some stuff that's so
1: yeah, like like the KVD line is all vegan and it's way super ex- expensive. You know, you're paying thirty thirty dollars for a foundation.
0: What would you price a, a soft vegan brush at?
1: Thirty dollars.
0: Thirty dollars. Whoa! Wow. I was going to yeah. say like
2: five dollars, but that's like an elf price. Ten yeah. dollars.
0: Yeah. What about a uh, multi-dimensional highlighter?
2: I don't know what that 15. is. Fifteen. Fifteen. I'd pay
0: Wait, powder for or that. liquid. Oh, great question. Um, Maybe like a mixture.
1: Okay, yeah, I would say fifteen. I wear enough highlighter to look like a twilight vampire, so <laughs> like
2: I'm. <laughs> I would say fifteen.
0: How about a plumping lip gloss?
2: Oh, nine.
0: <laughs> nine. That I know about. Nine. Okay.
2: That I'm very familiar. Well, good with.
0: news. These are all products that are being offered on Doja Cat's new line. Okay. Um,
2: Here's Doja Cat. So
1: yep. You can. Very pretty, them. very pretty eyeshadow she has. Oh, very fancy packaging. This is like. High-end packaging I'm looking at, very gold, very, oh, the palettes yeah. are beautiful. We've got lipsticks that look like beautiful gold bullets. Yeah. They're they're expensive looking.
0: The collection is not available now on the BH Cosmetics website, and it will launch at Ulta stores on October 3rd. You know, I, I thought Doja Cat was top of mind because we did recently watch the episode of Dave that she was on. Mm-hmm. So that's where it got relevance for me. I should have, in hindsight, picked a topic that I was personally more familiar with. <laughs> but I also <laughs> thought that it was an interesting uh, topic that had uh, relevance in the world.
2: I'm always interested in trying new vegan cosmetics. I feel like that is something that's just starting to explode. Like when I, I'm kind of new to cosmetics. <laughs> I only just started doing things like using a night cream or wearing any kind of makeup recently, mostly related to when I started doing more YouTube videos. And even just a few years ago, it felt like elf and wet and wild were pretty much it. Unless I wanted to spend a ton of and Pacifica, unless I wanted to spend a ton of money. And now target has a whole section of it. And I'm excited that Doja cat is adding to that pile because I also feel like none of those lines are I'm not very loyal to any of them. I'm always like Yeah. Just you know, scanning the whole aisle to see what Yeah. meets my needs or whatever. Does yeah. that make sense? Like maybe I will have brand loyalty to her. I have to see what her st- stuff is like and everything, but I'm excited to try it.
0: Well, and I get like this is going to be the most like nothing Statement, But I have mixed emotions about like celebrities kind of championing causes because sometimes it feels like a badge or it feels like um, a reason to say, look at me. But with something like this, it does kind of seem like somebody wouldn't go out of their way to insist on a vegan line of makeup unless they were actually committed to something like that. Like this is it's not like showing up at a fundraiser or showing up, you know, like an easy to adopt cause like it's actually work to do you know, yeah. like, and it's, it's going out of your way to insist that everything in your line, which would be a big opportunity for any celebrity to have a, a cosmetic line. Yeah. <laughs> like to insist that, okay, well, we're going to make this more difficult for you to execute by insisting that it all be vegan, you know?
1: That's, I mean, I would say that that's true because it's a lot easier to lean on certain animal products for certain items. Like there, are are even mainstream line, not not mainstream lines now that have things that they're calling vegan, like CoverGirl, even though they still are not considered cruelty free as a brand, mm-hmm. but they have like, they have a regular mascara and then a vegan mascara that doesn't have, you know, what a beeswax or whatever it is that their mascara is using. So for her to come out with a line that's completely vegan did have to take a little bit of extra effort. Um, On her manufacturer's part, for sure.
2: I also feel like cosmetics is kind of like a level above. Like what when celebrities like go vegan, a lot of the time, I've actually almost all of the time when you first hear about a celebrity going vegan, my first thought is, oh, they're trying to lose weight. Mm
0: -hmm. Like,
2: but cosmetics, like that's a whole other. You're thinking a lot more deeply about animal rights and animal cruelty when you're too when yeah. you're thinking about what's in your eyeshadow and what your eyeshadow was tested on, you yeah.
3: know what
1: I
2: mean. I like, hope, I hope so.
3: Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. D- yeah. the
1: devil's advocate in me that tells <laughs> yeah. me that they might just be unjust, but some people are just more well. I want clean cosmetics, right, and they right. think they associate vegan with clean, although it doesn't have to be. I mean, a vegan yeah. a vegan ingredient could be a chemical. You know what I mean, but just eaten. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Lots of vegan chemicals running through our bloodstream right now. But yeah, I mean, who knows what her? I mean, is she a known vegan? Is she? uh, That's interesting. Yeah. Not that it would have determined whether I'd buy her product, I would because it's vegan and I love makeup. But um, I would just be curious what the reason is. Yeah. That's
2: a good question. Everything I know about her, I know from her appearance on a single <laughs> episode of, of a comedy show. <laughs> and this
1: is Veg News, which I do love Veg News, but every every quickie article that they put out like this it gears it towards like what's vegan in this thing. Which yeah. is great. I love that they do that, but I don't it may not be her driving reason for creating the product either. Yeah. Nonetheless, it's cool that it's there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question.
1: I mean, I'm sure there are people that use vegan cosmetics because they think they're better for their skin or better for their face and not necessarily are vegan themselves in their lifestyle.
0: Yeah, I don't know that she is vegan.
1: That is a good question. Now, if if Lizzo came out with a cosmetic line, I'd be like, yeah, girl, let's do it. We'll (laughs) eat breakfast sandwiches and wear makeup because I knew I would know where she's coming from with it. But with with, uh, this person, I don't know where she's coming with it.
0: And it may be that the cosmetic line was looking for her partnership with the brand and the cosmetic line is the one driving the cruelty free. True. You know?
2: yeah. Doja Cat on Instagram. I'm never going fucking vegan. Ah! ah! <laughs> oh! oh
3: yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah,
0: forget everything when I wear, said. Yeah.
1: I'll still buy the stupid highlighter.
2: It's fine. Those <laughs> eyeshadows look good. <laughs> you
0: guys remember when I was like, hey, it's really cool for a celebrity to put themselves out there like this because it's not an easy thing to do.
2: But I have to
1: tell the yeah. world I'm not yeah. vegan.
0: never mind. Let me back that up. I still Let like me that click through.
2: Oh, wait. She might be joking.
0: I'm glad I picked this headline, guys.
2: 283 weeks ago.
0: <laughs> a lot can happen in 283 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> we had a global pandemic and lost 700,000 Americans in 283 weeks.
2: I think she didn't like this meal. It's a mm. vegan meal, I assume. I don't think she liked it.
1: That must be that must mean that all vegan meals are terrible, and she yeah. should announce that to her many millions of followers, right? right? Four thousand one
2: hundred and fifty-three likes on that. Ugh. One comment just said, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Doji Cat, mixed messages." I am going to need to Google further. I'm not going to do it. You right want to now. come
0: on and talk about it, Doji Cat? Good job, good pitch on that one, on that outro.
3: Thank you. Yeah,
1: thanks for letting me do that with you. I (laughs) I actually listened to an episode yesterday. I hope I get to make the noise, the news noise. All
0: right, so let's get down to breakfast sandwiches. The real reason why we're here. One of the bright spots of the quarantine pandemic for me, Lee, was you are a glutton. You are just <laughs> incredibly gluttonous. You're, like, <laughs> you're just like a black hole for junk food. No.
1: Guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, you ha- posted pictures on your Instagram of just banging breakfast sandwich after breakfast sandwich after breakfast sandwich. You turned me on to the existence of Just Egg, that Just Egg could be cooked in the microwave, which I don't know why I needed those dots connected for me, but you connected them. You had like a variety of breakfast sandwiches. I learned from the breakfast sandwiches that you made. I adopted some of the techniques that you had, but I, for some reason, for that reason, I have like your, your brand to me is not just veg fest organizer, <laughs> great person. It's also breakfast sandwich, like artisan so i
1: love that so much like i'm not i, I just i want to cry i'm so happy to know that my brand involves my breakfast sandwiches because i love them more than anything like any other food it's like the best so it thank shows. you
2: he frequently will direct message me your instagram <laughs> your sandwiches. even though you follow me too just yeah. in case i missed it
1: i'm also glad that that's what came out of the the lockdown last year because I also did loaf Palooza, which I guess didn't have the same oh, legs. Yeah, so that's I good. <laughs> I was making a whole lot of dessert loaves and glazing oh, them wow. and everything. And um, yeah. the breakfast sandwiches
0: actually are probably better. So. Yeah. Maybe that's morning Insta versus afternoon, evening Insta. And I, I'm only seeing the morning. I'm also like, I love breakfast. Breakfast is the best. The other meals are good too. I like all the meals. Let's just be clear that I like all the meals, but Breakfast is a really special meal and you can really start your day just really, really being great to yourself and treating yourself and doing it in a way that's unique and different every time. And so I think like that's kind of where I already am with breakfast. And so seeing like you celebrate breakfast in a way that just like fits really snugly within that, that view of what of breakfast's role in your day, I think really, really spoke to me.
1: Breakfast is very important to me. And, and like, there's something that's happened over the past maybe year. And I think it's because my, our child is sleeping in later than he used to, too. And also my husband has a very, a, a running regimen that he sticks with. So Saturday mornings are his long runs. Mm-hmm. And so he's out running. I wake up before he gets home usually, and I go downstairs. I make myself a really good coffee, like the the slow, take your time, make a good coffee latte kind of thing. You know, scoop it into my special pod, and Ooh. you know, use the good coffee instead of the fast coffee. And then I make a really elaborate sandwich, and I sit down. And I, if I were smarter, I'd probably read something, but instead, I stare at <laughs> my phone in <laughs> silence, and it's great. <laughs> yes.
0: And watch the DMs rolling from the picture of the sandwich you just. Just me.
1: <laughs> now I, I think of it as, oh, she's posting another piece picture
0: of her food. Great,
1: <laughs> that's what I
0: picture.
2: No way. We want those pictures.
0: Well, yeah, it inspired me. I um, wanted to get you on. We wanted to get you on uh, before Veg Fest to kind of talk about Veg Fest a little bit, but also I thought it'd be a really cool opportunity for us to celebrate breakfast sandwiches together. And so I came at it when I pitched it to you as a breakfast sandwich off where we all kind of bring our A games and make our best breakfast sandwiches. Um, I feel like the letter of that uh, declaration was, was take, you guys took, took it to mean the literal breakfast sandwich off. Um, Mm -hmm. You guys got very competitive about it.
2: We did come to play. Yep.
0: So the, the terms of it were, pick, you know, bring your ingredients, pick your ingredients Come and bring what you think is like the ultimate breakfast sandwich. We got together this morning. Lee came over and uh, we all got in the kitchen. It was a very hot and sweaty time. (laughs) And we made three breakfast sandwiches. We really made six. Each of us made two, 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 cut them in half. Uh, Our child also joined us at the breakfast table, sat and ate them. It was just, just a shit ton of food.
3: Oh, a so shit ton of so
0: much. heavy food.
2: No one finished.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey. I, I, well, no. No. I got like ninety-five percent through though.
2: I did. My best.
1: I just
0: walked out to fill up my water, and.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my problem was I was picking on things as we were cooking because you made yeah. all you made all that bacon. Yeah. You yeah. We were like picking on that.
0: Yeah. I don't really know the best way to go about this, but I think obviously each of us should talk about what we made,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then. um I don't know, you guys keep talking about votes, you keep talking about votes. There's no trophy here. there's no winner here like i and at least as far as I'm concerned,
1: wait you didn't at least make a medal
0: i didn't I did not Ugh. make a medal what
1: was this even for?
0: this <laughs> at is least storms this out this is <laughs>
1: Marginally
0: more effort than I put into a a Talking Tony's headline selection.
2: No way. You went shopping more than once for this sandwich.
0: I did go shopping more than once. My most recent excursion was this morning, 20 minutes before Lee showed up (laughs) because I needed one last piece. So I'm going to come into this with what – I've got a pretty clear breakdown of what each sandwich was the best at. Mm Okay. And so – That's
1: a good approach. It is a
0: little bit of a – like we're all winners like shitty like
1: well because there was no bad sandwich
0: right, i mean right
2: it's true they were all it was tough yeah I, I ate more than i like i ate to over fullness because i was trying your sandwiches over and over back mm-hmm. and forth going i can't
3: decide
0: yeah i feel like this is not saying hey instead of a first place trophy we're all getting participation trophies This is. Me saying there are three different first place trophies, and in my eyes, everybody brought their A plus game. And I think that there's there are three distinct categories that I can like break them into that make them all the top of the game.
2: Awesome! So you have yeah. categories in mind?
0: Yeah, I already figured it out.
2: Okay. Do you want to run no. the show then? You should, I think.
0: Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you into my categories, though. Is what I'm saying. I see. I see. This is my take. On the breakfast sandwiches that we ate, this is how I am not ranking them, but uh, but organizing them in my head. Gotcha. Organizing their greatness. You can rate them. You can <laughs> do like whatever I came, you want. I came to win. <laughs> yeah, Lee came to win. You already. <laughs> won.
1: How will you know a 5 won?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's go through what each of our sandwiches were. Lee, you're the guest, so let's start with you. Let's okay. Talk about your ingredients and your methodology and yes. your your prep method.
1: Okay, so I put way more thought into this than I probably needed to because I've, I've been thinking about it all week. And planning, and I've changed what I was going to do multiple times. Wow. (laughs) And I decided to bring uh, my own cast iron, my own little six-inch skillet, not because I didn't trust your cookware, but because I was concerned I wouldn't be able to perform the same without my own (laughs) stuff here, which is super goofy. It's like bringing your
0: own golf clubs. It's yes,
2: totally understandable and true. I do that when I teach cooking classes, I bring everything. Yeah, I mean it is just uh, taking
1: out variables, right? Yeah. So my my approach was and, and there is hardly any breakfast sandwich I don't like mm. ever. Like I like biscuits, I like English muffins, I like tortillas, I like bread like toast, the bagels, great. Everything's great. Um so I I went with a flatbread um that or pizza I crust.
0: As some would call it.
1: Yeah, it says pizza crust <laughs> on there, but that's just them trying to sell it to dumb Americans. So it's a flatbread, and I I griddled it. I put it in a little bit of oil in the pan to make it a little crispy on the outside. Um, I went with my favorite sharp cheddar, which is Miyoko's Roadhouse Cheddar Spread, um, and I like a lot of different kinds of cheeses. And that was one of the things I thought about all week. Should I use follow your heart provolone mm. for something mild? Should I use Daya? And I thought, I don't know if they're in the I hate Daya camp. <laughs> it, was, it, was a real, it was a real <laughs> problem. And I then you know it <laughs>
2: It's true. You eat Daya all the time. And
1: then I was like, VioLife is great. But I remember Vile Life's hard to melt mm-hmm. sometimes. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the cheddar. It's already a spread. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did the flatbread. I did the roadhouse spread. I did the just egg as a folded omelet, cooked with a little bit of oil in my pan. I added a sofrito um, seasoning from Trader Joe's. It had some dried red pepper and some garlic and rosemary in it. Uh, and then I put an aioli on there, which is just a fancy way of saying vegenaise mixed with sriracha mm-hmm. and garlic. Um, and oh, the special meat because. I really do use Beyond Sausage a lot at home. I was worried you guys would be using it too. So I went with the wild card. (laughs) I went with the sweet earth apple uh, wood smoked ham. And I fried it first, just like a proper Southern lady would do. Um, I fried that that ham first. And uh, there was three rounds on each sandwich.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: So I also changed my mind a few times. I was going to do like a chicken biscuit, and then I was thinking about that, and then I was like, what could I do to like make this a little bit less conventional? And I decided to do a chicken and waffle sandwich where the waffles are the bread. So I used Kashi whole grain waffles because I think those are pretty good and they're available very widely, uh, so I knew I'd be able to get them. And then I used fries, vegan chicken patties, which live kindly sent to me to review a long time ago and they've been in the freezer and they are paprika free and y'all paprika free vegan chicken patties are very hard to find and so i was excited about that but also they're really good so i picked those up at sprouts i um used the first ones in testing and then i picked up another batch of sprouts for today and then for the sauce, and then I buttered the waffles. And then for the sauce, I did a hot honey where I mixed agave nectar with buffalo sauce mm. and put that generously all over everything.
0: Which buffalo sauce? Because we got a few. Frank's. It's Frank's
2: Red Hot. No, Texas Pete. We have a lot of buffalo sauces in the fridge. It's true.
0: Yeah. You almost Franked the Pete.
2: I almost Franked the Pete, but it's <laughs> Texas Pete. It's not Frank's. We don't have any Frank's right did now. Did you have a
0: name for it? Sorry, did, your name was the right boot. Right Boot. Right And
2: and that's because Becky
1: said uh, when we, it was Roadhouse Cheddar. So we're thinking of the movie Roadhouse. And she said it should be called The Swayze. And then I remembered my husband, Ken, really loves to do very, very random quotes from movies that nobody gets. And his favorite from Roadhouse is Right Boot. (laughs) So it's called The Right Boot.
2: Mine is called The Hot Honey.
1: All right. Love it. Which is my drag name. (laughs) Yes. Please drag name. We called her Hot Honey all
2: morning. And, um. Yeah, it was like spicy and it had two patties. Did I say that? When I tested it, I had one patty and then I was eating it and I thought it needed something and the something was a second patty. It
0: definitely had two patties.
2: It had two patties. It was a lot of chicken. Yeah. 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 Dave. Yeah. Tell us about your epic sandwich. Okay.
0: Okay. So my sandwich, I had an idea in my head and it kind of fell apart. Uh, It all relied on spicy cheese. And I went to one of the supermarkets to get uh, some spicy chow, which is not available in every supermarket. And the spicy chow that I had just happened to be moldy in the package. And uh, I don't know if that was sabotage in the cheese wars by Miyoko's or Follow Your Heart or Violife or somebody, but uh, at the end of the day, the spicy chow was, was spoiled, so I did not buy it. Uh, this was yesterday when I discovered this, so it's kind of in a lurch. I was also going back and forth between ciabatta as the bread or uh, English muffin as the bread, so I decided to go with English muffin this morning. I went and got dea, cheese shreds, eh, eh, yeah.
2: Pepperjack, right?
0: Uh, Mexican. Oh, it's the Mexican yeah. ones? Okay, I have the wrong thing. It's the Spicy Monterey Jack Shreds. Okay. I think I saw the Mexican blend on the shelf. I was panicked. And then I grabbed the spicy one because they specifically said spicy. And I was like, I'm looking for spicy. Is that what you said?
2: That's what I said. <laughs> right yeah. in the store. Yeah. Everyone turned and looked. I kind of did a
0: guy <laughs> was stocking the thing and I kept reaching over him to grab. I also grabbed like four other cheeses because I was like, hey, chow shreds. Hey, I got excited about chow shreds. Wait,
3: wait, ah! no, all right.
0: All right. Uh, so I used those. So I, I went with an English muffin. I got the spicy Monterey Jack day of Shreds. I got. Uh, fresh jalapeno sliced from my garden. Thank you, Becky, for slicing it for me. No problem. Uh, I used just egg. I used, and that was scrambled in the pan. I uh, air fried a hash brown, like a patty, hash brown patty. I air fried a Beyond Spicy Beyond sausage. And I made Hooray Foods bacon on the griddle. And I stacked all 40 of these things on top of each other. <laughs> and like I said, the top and bottom were English muffin. One side was buttered. Or the both sides were buttered and cheese. the cheese shreds were melted on the bottom. Yes. And that uh, was called the artery.
2: The artery.
0: Yes. I'm trying to remember, is there anything else? Oh, let's talk about the hooray bacon real quick. Quick sidebar.
2: Today, Dave did it on the griddle and it was...
0: Well, Lee gave a note that it gets crispy very quick, and you were not lying. It's, it's like
1: it's fast. It's like
0: when you're stirring spinach, and like it's leaf, it's leaf, it's leaf, it's tiny. Like yeah, all of a sudden, so... mm-hmm. like it was like that, and it goes from wobbly. What's the not crispy? Soft. Squ- squishy, squishy, Squish- yeah, Squiggly? wobbly. wobbly. It goes. Wobbly it goes from wobbly. For a really long time, and then it's it's crisp very quickly, and then it's burnt very quickly, so you have to acknowledge that moment and, and get it out of there.
2: Yeah, a couple uh, of the slices got burnt, yeah. but most of them are You're great. still good, though. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah.
1: So I've seen a lot of things online about the Hooray Bacon I see a lot of hate. Mm. A lot of people don't like it. I have been a fan for ever since it came out. It's a little bit expensive, so yeah. it is a sometimes food. Yeah. My kid likes it a lot, so he'll eat like a regular breakfast and be like, can I have some bacon? So I'll make a couple pieces of bacon for him. And I really think the hate online is just people not cooking it yeah. good because I think the directions are too vague.
0: I yeah, yeah, it sounds like that might be the case.
2: Yeah, the baking time is not long enough. Leave it in there longer or just cook it on a griddle or in the –
1: pan. Yeah, I think people are just scared of frying too. You just gotta fry. It. You don't have yeah. to add
2: oil. It's covered in coconut
1: oil, so yeah. just just put it in a pan. Or yeah, you know, this
2: was great.
0: Electric griddle or an, electric, I think an griddle. electric griddle was a great way to to do it and, and be done with it too. You know?
2: Yeah, because you got that whole package yeah. on the on the griddle in one go.
0: Yeah, I used four strips for the sandwiches, and then we had like a plate of bacon to nibble on while we were making the rest because we were getting hungry. And I mean, I'm not gonna say that bit us in the ass, but we made a shit ton of food. We Took up a
1: little bit of space in our stomachs before we started. And yeah. your son, your your kid really liked the bacon. He was, yeah. he was buzzing around the plate too. So yeah. it's good. People like it. Try yep. it. If you've tried it and you didn't like it, try it again and make it different.
0: Yep. Yeah. While we're talking about that though, let's talk about the Sweet Earth ham. Yeah, Fucking amazing.
2: Yes. Holy so, cow. So good. We've been on the hunt.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: The first time I bought that. Was for a snack plate because we're a fan of a, a dinner time snack plate or what? Do, how do you say like this? Like a charcuterie, um, except we call it snack plate because we, we, we're <laughs> fancy. But it's good cold. It's sold, as, it's sold as a deli <laughs> slice. Yeah, a nibble tray. And so I put it out as one of the one of the things. And also, uh, Ken had a birthday recently and he wanted sub sandwiches as his dinner, so we did like a little assembly.
3: Oh, nice.
1: And Happy I thought, you know, <laughs> And so I was like, you know, I really loved ham as a kid, like. My family, I'm from the South, my and we were also quite poor. So we had government cheese and ham sandwiches all the time. And I thought, I wonder if this would be a good fried. And of course it was. So it's it's really good fried, and I highly recommend it. It's, it's like a thin kind of Canadian bacon.
0: I got, wow, getting ahead of myself. But what I was going for was a spicy Egg McMuffin and i shot way past that and landed in like a different solar system. <laughs>
2: yeah, i got no egg factor vibes from your sandwich. Right,
0: because i, I like kind of like shrugged it off really early on. Once i started assembling the ingredients that i was working on, I was, I was like you're not going to make an, an egg weapon sandwich. But the the sweet earth ham they, they, like it's in a circle you didn't cut these in a circle right no, they, come, they in, come in a circle like it's like the canadian bacon discs that are part of the egg mcmuffin
1: they're a little thin like i wouldn't yeah. be mad at them if they were thicker yeah it's
0: that's fair. true that's true yeah but i think this slots right in with whatever i had in my mind of like how to make a vegan egg mcmuffin still wouldn't would i figure out how to make like just egg into a disc shape but not microwave it somehow like how do i put it in a mold and
1: can i tell you how yeah, yeah microwave it into a mold like uh-huh. like in your mug but then fry it in a pan after that oh you can still add stuff on it, okay. it and it turns very
2: egg mcmuffin ish all right next weekend or tomorrow <laughs> after the
0: show <laughs>
3: orders. yeah
2: yeah can i not do that no you can cool
0: can't. it's just it's just very busy <laughs> <laughs> but i want to make you happy
2: <laughs>
0: you won't hear any complaint from me so no, I just want, just want you to be happy <laughs> as long as you're happy.
2: Well, this would do it, yeah, yeah, for how long?
0: <laughs> so, what do you want to do? You want to give our thoughts on all three of the sandwiches, each go person by person, yeah? Okay, sure, too much to go.
2: They're both
1: looking at me, yeah. so I'll go.
2: Um, are you comfortable going? Oh, up? totally, totally <laughs> okay. fine. I don't <laughs> want to put you on the spot <laughs> to do it if, you, if you're not okay.
1: All three sandwiches were so good. Everything was so good. Um, I'm really happy with all of them. And I'm glad we all made very different sandwiches. Like I was concerned that they'd be all too similar. Um, But that was really good. So I'll start with David's. Love that you went with an English muffin. I think that the ciabatta would have been too much bread. Probably too too, uh, crusty Mm -hmm. would be my thought. Um, I thought it had English muffin is like one of my favorite kind of breakfast breads. Could have I could have stood uh, less heat. I mm-hmm. feel like the jalapenos you used were a little bit too hot. Yeah. But, I mean, you didn't. Uh, there are very mild jalapenos you didn't know. Yeah. Like, it could have been a more mild jalapeno and it would have been fine.
0: Well, and also, like, to me, that's a feature, not a bug. So that's a palate issue as well. It is. A, it pa- is not an issue, but a palate, like, two different palates.
1: Right, yeah. right. Like, I like heat, but I don't want it to overwhelm the rest of the sandwich. And some people are not quite lightweight yeah. like, like I am with heat. So
0: I want to get, like to a spicy point where I have to stand up and stomp around a little bit <laughs> and then
1: sit back down to finish the rest. The smoke comes out of your ears. Yeah. Um, so I also loved the hash brown trick. You use, you use the rectangle hash browns that air fry really well and I do that trick at home and I love it because it adds some moisture to a sandwich without having to slather a bunch of like sauce on it. I think that's a fun trick.
0: I learned it from Yuli. Yay, yeah. see? Yeah. <laughs> I just toot my own horn there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um this the scrambling the eggs is a lot quicker. Yeah. That's a really quick weekday kind of thing to do is just throw that just egg in the pan and scramble it up um so I liked that too um overall, and I don't know if we're doing a rating system do so what you I, want. I won't give a, a, do number. Do do a number do a number so, you do. so yeah. we're doing like one to five stars one to five we usually tofu. okay okay, and so it's not
0: stars like you can kind of pick your. So just
1: f- between one to ten. One I would say ten. yours. Let's pick one. Let's pick one. One
2: to ten. One to ten doja cats.
1: One to ten, ten doja cats. Okay. So I would give yours, David, a solid eight because all it's right. love all the ingredients. If it were me, I would have held the jalapeno and added more cheese. Because right. I, I feel like the cheese didn't really hit my mouth. Yeah. Um I it was a good size. I like a nice thick hold it with two hands kind yeah. of sandwich, and I think that worked out really good.
0: Definitely had the vertical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's something you gotta stick a toothpick in. gives me a, <laughs> gives me diner vibes, and I really like right. that. Right. Um, okay, so oh, you're
0: be- tallying. Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> Becky's writing it down. Wow. Now Becky's sandwich was a a, a fun surprise uh, because I wasn't expecting two waffles with with chicken. I'm a, I'm a big chicken and waffles fan. I think that's a lot of fun. And going double patty was a bold move.
0: <laughs> a big bold move.
1: A big bold move. It
2: was a big sandwich. And
1: to my surprise, like, the waffles held together. Like, yeah. I feel like if I would have done this at home, the waffles would have crumbled and I would have made a mess and I would have been like, to... but there was something about how you did the waffles and covered it with your hot honey, which is like agave in the buffalo sauce. Just made them sticky, but not too hard to hold. They all melded together. That was really nice. Um, my personal taste, I do prefer some savory stuff. The chicken is savory, but if it were me at home, I probably would have slapped some bacon on it.
2: Ooh, yeah, that would have been good.
1: But still very solid. And honestly, and it's not a lightweight thing. It's more of I wanted more waffle flavor. I probably would have gone one patty. But I can appreciate, for, for purposes of competition, <laughs> the, the double patty
3: <laughs> is really
1: good. And it was so pretty. Like, the presentation's really nice on it. When you cut it in half, it all stays together. And it's just really lovely.
2: Thank you.
0: Yeah, I think the, uh, we all made very, like, even, even you admitting that you pulled some punches, it, it was still a very big sandwich that you made, Lee. And the
1: smallest I, out of the three, though. <laughs> yeah, the smallest
0: out of the three, for yeah. sure. But I think it was still like, these were three very full options. And as a snapshot of like American cuisine, it really <laughs> paints like a gluttonous picture of American breakfast. It's like the CPAC of breakfasts.
3: All these
1: like, sandwiches have a lot going on. Yeah. The CPAC of
2: breakfasts. Yeah. Oh. No, that's not it's the title
0: like, of that. The, yeah, is that the title of the yeah. end? I don't know. But I think if like completely out of context, like looking at those three options is just like, and being like a, a spaceman coming to to see what this species eats for its breakfast. <laughs>
1: yeah, it would be a bit much <laughs> as they wake like, up and do this. Yeah, they go not And like I, I went with more oil and frying than mm-hmm. you guys did. You guys did a lot of air fryer, which is good. And at home I do that too. I did, I did straight up go for taste here. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I mean, I'm 46. I'm not like, frying and eating things every day or I'd be dead <laughs> so I, I did do a little bit more of that to make it southern to make it unhealthy and delicious and um, I did not add a lot
0: of extra salt but the ham did that already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we were doshing on that ham while we were waiting as well so
2: yeah we'd never had that ham so he gave us a couple fried slices of it very wow.
0: CPAC way to, to go about the, the prep <laughs> just chew it on bacon in one hand and fried ham in the other hand
2: It's it's so
1: like loading our
0: guns.
1: (laughs) Pigs are such wonderful animals, and I just adore them. And I would never eat a pig now, but when I was a kid, we we ate a lot of a lot of ham and bacon in my family, and I just I have a a sweet spot in my heart for for ham flavored things. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad Sweet Earth came out with that
0: for sure. What do you give your sandwich?
1: Um.
3: hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. So yours was an eight. I would say 100%. Becky's was seven point five only because I needed a little bit more savory on it. Although the God honey man, that really brought it up. That was really fun. So a ten, you say? <laughs> <laughs> And mine, I don't know. I don't want to rate my own. I feel weird. I, I really like mine. Like, I love, I love the flatbread. I love the squishiness. It's very handheld. I like the, the, cause I, I, <laughs> I eat my breakfast in my car usually. Mm. I'm so busy getting my kid ready for his school and packing his lunch and getting his breakfast. And he asks for a second breakfast and making sure everything's in the bags and everything. Um, that I will make breakfast at the, at the 11th hour, throw it in my car and then eat it in the car line for at school. So, Mm -hmm. um, portable is important to me. So I felt like that fits the bill with that. It has the ham and, the. The real thick omelet style just egg, like it's it's fried in a single piece that's folded. I really enjoy that. That's like one of my favorites. If I were to do today over, I would probably have put diced onions and peppers in it.
3: Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah, I I would have done that because I've done that at home before and I feel like it really, would have really brought it home. But um, I, I'm still okay with it. I say mine is a seven.
3: Seven.
0: I'm glad that you would have still come over if you had the chance to do the day over.
3: <laughs> i think that's,
0: that's
3: nice the knows i always
0: wondered is. that <laughs> go for it becky
2: all right so i'm going to start with dave's sandwich because it's at the top of my list that i'm making I don't here know
0: why you're tallying things up
2: this is all for when i do the blog post okay. I, I need all right. these notes sure. it helps me okay
1: why can't you just remember everything? I no, don't know. But you
0: guys are so desperate I, to add numbers together and come up with an no, absolute value.
2: This is everything written on
1: here
0: is okay. a
2: gift to future me. You have
0: you have made a table on the top corner of your rundown. Yeah, that is keeping track of the scores. That is what I'm reacting to, not yeah, you writing I'll all put over. Yeah, of these
2: the- in the blog post. Right,
0: you are going to rate these sandwiches with a score, and then you are going to tally up the points. Is all I'm saying. David speaking like a man tally. who's worried he's not going to win. No, I'm speaking like a man <laughs> who is you. not contributing ratings to this scheme. So you're going to have one empty column. <sighs> Which I told you about beforehand, but you guys are no, still No, you actually insisting. wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't commit. You wouldn't were like, we're, I'm not telling you how I'm going to rate this. All you right. guys figured out on your own. All right. That's right. right. All you're, right.
2: That is what you said. Almost verbatim.
0: It'll, you're missing a big part of it. Right.
2: I'm going to start with Dave's sandwich okay. because it's yeah. the first one.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Right on down my spreadsheet.
0: On your little, little scorecard.
2: <laughs> um, I loved this sandwich. I would eat it again, uh, even now, as I am too full <laughs> to yeah. eat anything. Um, I thought, as you know, I'm not a big fan of bread. I feel like bread blends up everything it touches. Not me.
0: I'm Freddie Brady. Dang Freddy it. Breddy. I forgot yeah.
1: that. I should have remembered that. <laughs> Freddie Brady. I just made you <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, have to do this That's over. <laughs> I'm
2: coming back next weekend. I'm Sorry, no problem. You're more. This than is welcome. what
0: the podcast is now.
2: <laughs> Lee comes and we Just make a different breakfast That's years. it. Um. So I loved everything that was going on. Like Lee, that jalapeno. Whew.
3: Yeah. That was a hot one. Yeah.
2: Your garden produces many levels of heat.
3: Yeah.
2: Jalapeno wise, and this was one of the hotter ones. Yeah that we've pulled out of there. Um, I didn't mind it though. I like a lot of heat, but it, it was very hot. I also thought it gave it like a little freshness and crunch, which I tried yours after I tried mine first because I'd had mine already in testing. And so I didn't want to fill up on my sandwich, but mm-hmm. I had a couple bites of mine just to make sure it you know, turned out how I remembered and then moved on to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and after mine, which is very heavy and dense Yours had like a nice crunch from the jalapeno, which I liked a lot. I also thought the Beyond sausage was nice, a little spice, uh not too spicy. The jalapeno really couldn't detect any heat from the sausage because the yeah. jalapeno was just a punch in the face of spice. Um, but it brought like that sauciness sausage-y, savoriness. And um trying to think about the other elements. I liked the just egg. It was lovely. It tasted like just egg. Mm-hmm. I didn't really detect the cheese and I don't know if yeah. that's just, I think there's just so much going on. I think the cheese got a little bit of loss, but for me, it was a really balanced sandwich and I enjoyed it a lot and I'm going to give it a nine.
0: Wow.
1: I forgot to mention that Dave's sandwich was the only one that had an actual
0: vegetable. Yeah. Yeah. The only compostable item. Yeah. I put was it the, the
2: Not made in a it. laboratory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
2: that's in the compost bin is the top of one jalapeno. <laughs>
0: I think some bread's in there. I think I dropped an uh, English muffin on the ground. Oh, whew. yeah. okay. So.
2: <laughs> um, I'll do mine next because it's next in the list. Um, I agree. Two patties was a lot. It was a lot. I think it brought the extra that um, I kind of wanted. I almost wish that there were a way to do one and a half patties. Or maybe if I were to do it again, I would make my own patty out of seitan so that it could be just the thickness I want and not... It was a lot, a lot of patty. Um, I also, Lee, you and I talked about this while we were eating. I wish that I had made the hot honey a little bit hotter. I did one to four uh, agave to buffalo, and I think I would do one to three in the future. And so I'm going to give myself... Oh, also, I was shocked that the waffles didn't disintegrate because my sandwich was ready first. <laughs> that was very impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you threw them in the oven.
1: So yeah. it probably helped kind of harden it up yeah, a little. A but it idea. wasn't hard. That was just like salt. You know, it stayed
2: together. It's great. Yes, that was Dave's
0: yeah, idea. Whoever
2: thought of that. Whoever thought of that was a great, deserves great. Deserves Yeah. It was a great idea. I think it dried it out enough that it stayed together. The only downside of that is that visually when I made it the other day it was nice to see like the honey just like running mm, down the side true but taste wise it was about the same and there's enough in the middle that it didn't get like dry mm-hmm. dry but it was a moist sandwich
1: mm-hmm. yeah. moist moist,
3: moist. <laughs> i'm going to give moist. myself an
0: eight nice congrats you
2: thanks great job me wet sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and then lee your sandwich was incredible it was like an english muffin that improved itself. This English muffin has worked hard.
0: An English muffin,
2: not English muffin, egg McMuffin. It was like an egg McMuffin. That you had, said that
0: earlier, and I was like, I think she means not on the pod, but in the kitchen. In
2: the kitchen, yeah. it was like an egg McMuffin that has like learned and grown as a person. <laughs> I feel like the egg and like the the egg and the ham, and even the flatbread. Like the flatbread felt to me like an elevated english muffin and it was less bready than an english muffin which i like
1: okay so it wasn't too bready for you okay. it wasn't
2: and it? partly because that miyoko's cheese which i think is what really pushed it over the top also is so flavorful that like the bread could not blend it and i love this sandwich i ate almost all of it despite being super duper full and um i might have a stomach ache later but it'll be worth it because I ate so much, mostly of your sandwiches. I tried not to eat too much of mine because I don't want to be sick later.
0: I um, mean, I'm going to be sick later.
2: Yeah, we're all, especially because there's a snack uh, segment coming up. It, oh, are you,
0: are you fucking kidding me?
2: Oh, I'm not. <laughs> um, so, I'm already
0: on the way to Stomachache City.
2: Oh, boy. Well, we can take that into account when we discuss the snack because oh, we have options.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, Lee, I'm going to give you an 8.5. Wow. Wow. Gen- generous. It's not generous. It was a delicious sandwich and I loved it. Is what you earned. Dave.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's cool that you wrote down those numbers.
2: Give us numbers. I'm not giving
0: you numbers. Instead, these sandwiches were all at the top of different games.
2: Oh, that's right. And
0: I'm going senior superlatives with this one. Okay. And I'm going to talk about, because each of these sandwiches was the best at something. I think Lee's sandwich was the most elegant. The most real, the most balanced, the most like like luxury sandwich. The flatbread was like a surfboard. And I was like Freddie Bready riding that flatbread. <laughs> the, the just egg was kind of a current pulling me in one direction. The savory ham was pulling me in a different ser- direction. The aioli was kind of knocking me back in this direction, the tartness, but also like the kick of the cheese was like putting me right on track. And so like I was on in like the most balanced flavor experience from all of those different things. And it wasn't sometimes you could say like something has a balanced flavor and that's because it has one ingredient or one taste. But it's a lot harder to have four or five different flavors going on and still have that overall be balanced. And so that's where I say like that's it's well-rounded in a good way and not in a dismissive way. Like, and it's a hard to be this well-rounded way when you're working with so many things. And I thought that the bread was like the perfect level of bread, like to make it feel like it was a fancy sandwich. Um, so fancy slash well-rounded fanciest slash well-rounded, most well-rounded. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <insisting> on- okay. <laughs> Back- <laughs> yeah yours was the equivalent of like waking up and deciding we're going to do donuts for breakfast today. Like we're going to really treat ourselves with a capital T. It was a sweet treat. It was the treatiest of the three. It was in a way that still kind of knocked us, um, It didn't knock us too far off of the you you still need to nourish yourself part of breakfast, like donuts frequently do. Like if you have a donut breakfast, you are setting yourself up for a bad day. But you are being really good to yourself in that moment. You know, this is being really good to yourself in that moment, but also not sabotaging later in the day because you are going to have something in your stomach that will kind of stick with you. You know, I thought that the, the waffles, I agree with Lee. I was amazed that they stayed together. If I had done it, they would have fallen apart instantly i thought that the it, the sweetness was like the the main act of it was the sweetness the chicken was kind of the sidecar of that you know flip from a flavor profile and so that's where i didn't really get a lot of the buffalo vibe from it i think the sweet kind of like was the song for me while i was eating it um but i think as as treating yourselves go, you can't treat yourselves more sweetly than that chicken and waffle sandwich that you made. And on paper, it's arguably like the the most like sophisticated idea that you were trying to go for. Like you were trying to do a chicken and waffle sandwich, which is like a concept, you know. I don't think either me or Lee had a concept really yeah, in mind. Yours
1: was a well cons- constructed concept. Yeah. Thanks, you guys.
0: And then mine. I think, was the most adventurous one. I think that it shot for the stars and it landed among the stars. <laughs> um, it was too much going on. What I normally do on for breakfasts is a grit bowl. So I'll do grits and then I'll just pile in like a dozen different ingredients. Um, and then this sandwich was basically that without the grits and with English muffins. I thought it tasted great. I thought there was a lot going on in there. I thought if I was not in a breakfast sandwich off. I wouldn't be loading on all of those ingredients. I think there was just a little bit of like sports to it, you know? Um, But I think that it worked. I thought it tasted great. It was just very filling. It just wasn't very conceptual, wasn't very balanced, but was very a lot and a lot of good stuff. But it was still like the the, if there was a conceit, the conceit was a lot, you know? Flair. Flair. Yes. Panache.
2: It did have flair. Yeah. I thought your sandwich was very balanced. I thought that the heat was a little overpowering, which wasn't really your fault. You can't know how spicy a jalapeno is until you eat it.
0: That you could eat it before you make you the could sandwich eat it with it. You <laughs> make the sandwich yeah. with it, yeah. you had a lot going on
2: that. though. Yeah. You weren't really thinking about it, but but
0: also if I had eaten it, I would have been like, hell yeah, put this in. Hmm. You know.
2: I don't know. I thought it was balanced. I feel like I like taking a bite. I wasn't picking out separate things. It was just like. Mm-hmm a good flavor in my mouth i don't know i thought it was very balanced i think you're selling yourself short yours has the most
1: yours was most texture too which i appreciate very much like there's a crunch in there there's a softness in there it wasn't just a a big mush together yeah yeah very like mine was a mush yeah and yours had had a a good profile of textures
2: yeah i agree i think mine could have used a little more texture i thought about avocado which wouldn't have brought texture Mm. to it but i don't know I decided that that was I don't know if I would have liked avocado on yours. You know what I would have? Yeah.
0: If if I was riffing on your concept, I would take it more in a chicken sandwich direction. I'd recommend iceberg in between. Ooh. Yeah. Just for crunch in there.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. And like,
0: I wonder what it would taste like to have that iceberg up with the agave and the buffalo and the chicken patty, you know, like- would that work or would that would that take it in a good direction or take it further from the direction that you were looking to go? You know? I wonder. We'll just have to try it and see. Yeah. Donuts for breakfast. Yes. Yeah.
2: Except we're out of patties. I used the entire package I mean, today.
0: They, <laughs> they, they make and sell them.
2: Yeah. We'll yeah. just go to the store. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Winners all around is all I'm saying. You're yes. over here. You're over here like... High fives all splitting around. Splitting hairs and beans and counting beans and all of that. Hairs and beans. Splitting hairs, hairs and counting beans. Ooh. It, what?
2: <laughs> hairs hairs No, they're not <laughs> in the
0: sandwich. There's the title splitting of it. Splitting hairs and counting beans. I was
2: just going to call it It's hairs new and stew beans. I make.
1: No, it's called hairs gonna and listen beans. i to a
0: podcast titled hairs and beans. I was thinking donuts for breakfast is a good podcast <laughs> title. I think breakfast sandwich off is probably like... I was going to think that we need to reinvent the wheel here.
1: Breakfast sandwich slam down.
0: Ooh, I like that. See, let's figure out a name for what the breakfast sandwich competition would be. You Why know? are
1: we going to do it again?
0: No, I just <laughs> mean like that would be <laughs> that would be the title of the episode. Cuz I think the like breakfast, breakfast sandwich, sandwich slam, slam down
1: is a good one. I like that. I yeah. like the wrestling nod.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you can split hairs and count beans all you want. I think we're all winners. I think that there's a justifiable case that we are all very unique winter winners, that we all made great sandwiches, and it's not in a parental, like, you did great way, you know? It's not finding a way that we all did great. Like, I think we all organically bubbled up to different tops.
1: Each item could stand alone on a menu yeah. at, a, at a breakfast place and be ordered and wrapped in a piece of paper and enjoyed by somebody I agree.
0: At the heart attack grill. You
1: know what yours could use? A pickle. Ooh.
0: I like the sound of that. I'm
2: only thinking of this because I want to try it. Like, mm. I want to try this. Pickle slices inside, pickle on the side.
1: Mm, maybe inside. Maybe, a, like, two crisp, garlicky pickles, like, to play on David's mention of a chicken sandwich.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yep. We're going to
2: have to work more on this sandwich.
0: Yeah. That's the end.
2: No. Do you want to have a snack? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Oh, my Darn. Dave hates it. And so I'm doubling down on it. So, Lee, I went to Sprouts to shop for my sandwich. And then also I did the thing that you do at Sprouts where I got other stuff. Oh, yeah. So we have three snack options. And I'm going to let you choose what our snack will be. <laughs> And then we can discuss.
0: Apparently, I'm not hungry is not a choice.
1: <laughs> can I can I tell you some, a quick story about Sprouts when I was shopping for for my regular stuff and then I picked one special thing out like you were just talking about? Yes. Yeah. I got a um, – they look like Kit Kat bars, little secrets. Have you had those? The dark chocolate mm, yes. little wafer thing. So they have those at the counter and I picked one out and I, I I had it on the line with the rest of my stuff I was buying and the lady rings it up and hands it to me instead of putting it in the bag. And I said, oh, thank you. And she goes, I recognize a car snack when I see
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I do that at the Sprouts Aww. too. I felt seen
1: and yeah. a little embarrassed. <laughs> I did eat it in the car. I
2: got jerky to eat in the car uh, on that particular trip.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. You got to get a car snack on the way home from Sprouts. you just looked at so much good food. Okay. So we've got. Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups, but these are the individually wrapped ones that were recommended by many people to you. This came
0: up because I said I didn't like Justin's peanut butter cups.
2: Yes, but these have a better peanut butter to chocolate ratio or closer to what you seem to indicate you wanted.
0: we've been told
2: have you noticed something about justin's peanut butter cups where once you'll get one
1: that's really really good and then another Whoa. time you'll get one where the peanut butter's dry as hell and you don't understand Whoa. why yes.
2: yes i have Whoa. It, uh, it's
1: upsetting because i don't know which one i'm getting at any given time like sometimes the chocolate looks perfect other times it's bloomed but they're always in date Mm-hmm. and i don't oh, wow. think this is justin's fault i've looked on their website and they do address it they're like it's just the way it's stored there's nothing wrong with it it's like yeah technically but it doesn't taste it's it good.
0: like nobody else has inconsistent peanut butter cups so it, this is it a makes justin me a little thing. sad yeah. because th- when they're good they're so good yeah, but to gaslight people like i don't know what you're talking about
1: <laughs> i'm not that wasn't a direct quote <laughs> don't, don't quote me like, on a that problem not a me problem
2: <laughs> i can't justin, taste things for you justin I have had that problem, and I—it it is weird.
1: Now, the quinoa crispy one, that kind of takes away from it. If it's bloomed, it's really good. Like, I like the crispy one, but um, there's still there's still a peanut butter issue there that happens sometimes. Anyway, go on.
2: I haven't had the quinoa <laughs> Justin's one. They have they have
1: some that look like Rice Krispies built into the chocolate. Oh. They're very good. They're very, it adds
2: some texture. We just had unreal ones with quinoa crispies in them. We'll have to get the Justin's ones. Oh,
1: wait. Maybe it maybe i'm getting them confused
2: no justin's has them i okay. saw them at sprouts just this past time but i was get already getting these so i, I do think it was justin's that i had yeah i think it's a thing it's like the vegan rice crispy like vegan's mm-hmm. like quinoa. even though
1: crispy rice is also vegan we have to be fancy and put kale and quinoa on mm-hmm. everything
2: mm-hmm. that's what we do <laughs> that's what that's not even what we do that's what they do um so oh the that's second what we
0: support we support <laughs> yeah. it with our
2: dollars the second is also a chocolate i have to grab it
0: it's Justin's light chocolate. Burger.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is also something third that we option talked about. Is both. This was a news item uh, many pods ago. It's the Dr. Bronner's chocolate. I only got one bar. They're like they had six of them. The bars are expensive, just like
0: Dr. Bronner's soaps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about the packaging, though, it's not ranting at you quite as badly as normal. yeah. It's just, it's just
0: like. Great. It's nudging you and reminding you. Yeah, of there's not. There's be there's there's,
1: there's not like That's a crazy. a guy with a poster board in front of. <laughs> 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 They're not. Yeah, but the, it's a beautiful package. I remember I saw them at the store and I thought, oh, this is great packaging, Doctor Bronner's.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's just a couple of quick notes on here instead of like a whole diatribe.
1: Change your attitude. Do you, do you think it's because you're not sitting on the toilet reading it like you are the yeah. soap? I think that that's why they did that with the soap, because they know you needed bathroom entertainment. Right. But with chocolate, you don't need – that's not where you're taking chocolate.
2: It's thoughtful of them, really. Yeah. So this is the um, crunchy hazelnut butter, 70% cocoa, sweetened with coconut sugar. No, you got
0: the hazelnut one.
2: Hazelnut butter.
0: You love a hazelnut chocolate bar. I do. Oh, gosh.
2: I'm looking for an alternative to the Simple Truth one because sometimes they're out, and that's unacceptable. To Uh,
0: what was the price point of that one?
2: I think it was like five dollars.
3: They're expensive.
2: They're fair trade.
1: Yeah,
3: they're. I mean,
2: you gotta. They're. I haven't checked to
1: see if they're on uh, the Food Empowerment Projects list yet, but I hopefully they are. I'll have to check
2: that. Yeah, I know they. We we did that. tow news, and they get their cocoa from the same farm where they get something for their soap so they like know the Hmm. producers makes me feel that makes makes me feel good good. about paying a higher price for a bar yeah but it's definitely not you can't demolish it like you can that simple truth bar which costs half as
3: much yeah
2: because you're just thinking about what each bite costs so then the third thing is not chocolate it's vegan goat cheese that i found uh in the cold case and was like i need it oh yeah i've seen that but i haven't tried it yet i'm interested in trying that you want to do that one Okay.
1: I've, I've tried, tried these other two. You've although tried although I'm happy to talk about them, but I have tried them before.
2: Let's do the goat cheese. I'll be All back right. with cheese and crackers. Okay, so this is Spiro the Goat, alternative goat cheese, and it says it is plant based.
0: Like the dragon?
2: S P E R O oh. Sparrow, Spiro.
0: Sparrow. Spiro get at us. It yeah. also
2: has like only five ingredients in it. It's like a cultured What are the five ingredients? It is sunflower seeds, water, coconut oil, natural flavors, salt, and probiotic cultures. So it's oh, culture. So tangy sun sunflower seeds.
3: Like
2: okay. So I'm going to let you all get your own. Part.
0: Okay. i get mine.
2: There you go. Okay. So I'm oh, do
0: you're splitting. You're breaking it up.
2: I always break Triscuits in half. It's just how I Why? It. Because then I can double dip.
0: Ew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a... Very strong smell. Ooh,
1: this is a strong smell. Oh, I why took did too I scoop much. So much. <laughs> I took way too much. You yeah.
0: take some of mine.
1: No, I I took too much already. I
0: smell. Have
1: Sorry. you guys ever ha- have you all had goat cheese before? Really, like, real? I've never had that, so I don't know what it's
2: supposed to taste like. This is giving me goat cheese vibes. The smell. You don't have to eat it, Dave.
0: I just don't like the smell of it. I'm gonna. You want me to hold my nose and eat it? I've never held my nose in my life. Like to actually like to functionally not smell something. I'm going to do don't it. Don't do now.
2: that, oh boy.
1: The smell is very strong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No. The taste is extremely salty. Oh,
2: okay, sorry.
1: Right. It's um I don't know what regular goat cheese tastes like, but um not a fan of this at all. Not even a little bit. Like I don't even think I could use this in anything to like cover
2: up. I taste the sunflower seeds a lot. Yeah. Like a whole lot. Yeah, it's a lot of salt. There's a lot of, ooh, maybe, I don't know. It does taste a little bit like goat cheese, but then there's all this other stuff happening.
1: I love a tangy probiotic. Don't get me wrong. Like like cheese that, you know, cashew cheeses and things that have a tang to it is I'm a fan.
2: That Miyoko spread that you brought is very tangy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is
1: tangy in the wrong way. It's like it went overboard.
2: It has the funkiness of goat cheese, but the sunflower seed taste is ruining it for me. David looks really bothered, like he's upset, like he's holding his
0: kidneys right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. I have such like high hopes for this. The texture is bad. It's lumpy. The, it, I'm sorry, Spiro. It's like coating my mouth. I had like one small bite and then couldn't continue. It tastes like if Chalk had diarrhea.
3: David Aww. ran from the room. Yeah.
1: I don't Pretty even justified. know what to do with this. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, you're eating. I didn't mean to say a gross thing while you had food in your hand.
2: So how does that compare to goat cheese? Like, What do you think? Does it taste anything like goat cheese? It's got that like funky flavor is very goat cheesy but it's much stronger to me and it's tangier too than goat cheese but what really ruined it for me was the sunflower seeds and then it's tart and even like moments after eating it the tartness is growing in my mouth and i it's, don't like it's it. it's in my throat right now you
1: know how have you ever had something you've made with probiotics go overboard and it ends up like bile oh uh, yeah it has that slight bile yeah. a tone it's oh, very it upsetting uh,
2: that's what you were talking about maybe yeah,
1: maybe it's like I'm touching the back of my throat right now the bile and it's just like really deeply upsetting
2: it's bad mm. and after we ate all those great
0: yeah why would we end this morning? i think
1: we're gonna have to have some chocolate
2: yeah do y'all want a peanut butter yeah. cup we're going to well, do
1: two snacks. Like anything, like literally anything. I, anything. To go- <laughs> I really wasn't expecting to dislike it either. I've been happy about this product. I've seen people talk about it. and
2: I really thought at worst it would be underwhelming, uh, but this is – I really didn't it's like it.
0: It's
1: offensive. Like I didn't think uh, it would be offensive. I thought maybe yeah. either I'd like it or I wouldn't. I don't, I don't usually – I'm not usually this polarized That's the geez. worst thing I've eaten in a very
0: long time.
2: <laughs> I'm so upset about it. And this was a product How much that- did it cost? Eight dollars, nine dollars. I don't even remember between six and eight dollars. I don't
0: remember. So you could have gotten like the low end of uh, Doja Cat's makeup line.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love <laughs> a lip
3: gloss.
1: Remember what I said about the Justin's peanut butter sometimes being oh, dry. No! <laughs> we got those kind, which still isn't bad. It's like bad pizza. It's still pizza. Why? I know, but.
0: Cho- I'm not hungry. It should have been an acceptable option. But look at the damage we are doing.
2: <laughs> the chocolate's good. Yeah. The peanut butter is dry AF. I've that bitten is-
1: into a Justin's that has delicious soft creamy peanut butter, and I've bitten into a Justin's that has this dry chalk peanut butter, and today we have the dry chalk.
2: This one's so dry that it has a little hole in the middle.
1: Yeah.
0: Everybody telling me that my opinion on Justin's is wrong because I haven't had the many peanut butter cups you fucked up You're we're like a curse wrong. on
1: this thing oh my gosh i would have been cursing this whole time
0: yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> i've been holding he it back like it. so much oh, gosh. it's so hard for me not to <laughs> i'm telling you it's been so hard it's like i've been at work all day well
0: oh, next no. time we'll just be like we're down at the docks
3: god damn it yeah. do
2: you want to do the doctor brother at <laughs> yeah,
3: the docks
2: <laughs> At least it cleansed my palate of that goat cheese. Should mm. I cut the goat
0: cheese It out? still didn't cleanse the palate of the goat cheese. I tasted whatever you guys are calling this bad experience with Justin's and the goat cheese because it's still coating my mouth. Oh, worst.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm looking on Justin's fact page to see what it says to see if it still says something. Why does my nut butter cup have a dry powdery filling is the first question. <laughs> Justin's certified organic nut butter cups are extra special due to being free of preservatives and hydrogenated oils. This cleaner ingredient label makes them more sensitive to confectionery quality <laughs> concerns. For this, we recommend that our nut butter cups be stored at 65 Fahrenheit and kept away from heated direct sunlight. Based on our internal research, we've determined nah, 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 nah. We, uh, we work hard to ensure. But anyway, they're saying, they're saying sometimes you're going to get shitty okay. peanut butter. And I will say 85% of the time it's like that.
0: They're saying you didn't store it properly. The store probably did. Don't blame us.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they ship it and it's perfect when they ship oh, it. Yeah. But a lot of things happen in transit. I get it. We touch
0: it with our 65 degree hands up until the moment we place it on the truck. And then after that, we can't control what temperature the trucks are.
2: I feel like if your temperature range that it can be stored in is a, a range that deviates by zero degrees, yeah. <laughs> you, you need to address that. Yeah. That's an impossible standard.
0: Agreed. I just, I think that. It's such an impossible standard that I would ding the Justin's company for making that claim. Like it's an objectively wrong claim, you know? And that's that's shrugging off any responsibility for it.
2: Yeah, that's a lot to ask of like the driver of the truck and all the grocery store work.
0: Just, Just go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: No, you're fine. Chocolate always makes my throat scratch. Are you crying? I'm crying about the chocolate. Uh, and all the grocery store workers who are making minimum wage, like please. But to say they're not, like, they're not gonna take that much care. You have to they, do they that. really are gaslighting us. I didn't even think of
0: that. We make our product in a way that nobody else in the world, not even the ones that make like good confections. Like,
1: let's think about it. Unreal right. peanut butter cups have right. they don't have hydrogenated oils. So like wires they're right. there's
0: creamy. It's just like I guess we're just that special <laughs> that our product can't be reliably transported around the world like every other product in the world.
2: It's actually a good thing that your yeah. chocolate peanut
1: butter cup yeah. tastes wrong. You
0: should be thanking us for the inconsistent experience.
1: <laughs> Are you saying that you don't want you want hydrogenated oils is that what you want? And you just
0: want to swim in a pool of Reese's shit feel free but if you wanted a better experience i'm sorry i thought you bought this because you wanted a better experience
1: so, i guess you don't yeah, want so, good things i'm
0: glad we're clear now that you don't want this experience so maybe a subpar experience i is said more good day sir
1: excuse us from the room. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I think it's just the goat cheese that's making us so mad at Justin. It's,
1: it's really <laughs> upsetting. It's so upsetting. And you know why it's upsetting? It's because vegan products have come such yeah. a long way. We're not in the time of veganrella anymore. Yeah. No. I mean, we don't have we don't have to settle for shitty cheese. Yeah. There's so many good cheeses. I mean- On
2: top of that, a non-vegan will be at the store. They will pay six to eight dollars for this whatever it costs and they will take it home and they'll be like vegan cheese is garbage that's the core of the problem right there now granted it's subjective
1: maybe somebody loves this i'm pretty sure i've seen some reviews where people say they like it but i'm i'm shocked
0: there's three of us here yeah. i think and we the, all
2: have different palates too in
0: like, the cheese wars this sparrow the goat alternative goat cheese would be like that guy who runs a military antiques shop and it's like a gun nut and a doomsday prepper. And it's just waiting for war to break out and just keeps like being the harbinger of war is going to break out any day now. And then if war actually did break, break out, he'd be the one who'd be like, ah! like doesn't know what to do with themselves. Is he also he?
1: racist? Cause it sounds like you're talking about that wild well, yeah, man guy yeah, wouldn't from be,
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just saying this guy. The wild man is the Sparrow oh, wouldn't geez. be actually equipped to, to, to fight in a cheese war. <laughs> But Sparrow might be the one who's saying, Cheese War's coming, cheese war's coming, you gotta be ready, you gotta be ready. Might be like,
1: and he's like, this is what I have to offer the right, cheese wars, exactly. and it sucks.
0: And knows in the back of his head that it's never going to happen. And that's why he's like got such a swagger about it. But then when the cheese war breaks out, which it has, Sparrow's sitting here like, I don't know. We all taste like shit, right?
1: are <laughs> like, no, Sparrow. No, we, we're we we actually trained. Why why didn't you come <laughs> right. to training? Right, it was, it was free. free. You would know we don't all taste like bar. right. <laughs> Just awful. Yeah. I'm sorry about this snack segment. Yeah. They have other products. Maybe the other ones are good. This is not a, a dig on the company. Yeah. It's a dig this on isn't this like product. A
0: Justin's level dig. No,
1: no. no. Right. It's not. Because Spiro isn't like I don't think I haven't checked their fact page, but if we go there, I'm sure they're not gonna be like, What, you don't like bile? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. We thought you wanted
0: the outside food to taste like the inside food. <laughs>
2: Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews, although I'm starting to forget <laughs> what that's like. <laughs> but we, if you do leave us one, we'll read it on the pod. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm at Glue & Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes at GlueAndGlitter.com.
0: Oh, I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. Lee?
2: Uh, Atlanta
1: VegFest on Instagram, Atlanta VegFest on Facebook, and Lee Sal on Instagram. And uh, forgive me if I don't uh, accept your follow request on there, because sometimes I get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but I might.
0: VegFest, November 6th? Yes. 3 to 7 p.m. Location?
1: Atlanta Expo Center's parking
2: lot. It's going to be a fun time. It's
1: going to be great.
2: I'm very excited to eat all the food. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> lost my place. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or you just want to say hello, drag me for my bad pretzel opinions, which I assume is coming, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here ye, here ye. Welcome ye to Talkin' (laughs) Tofi. Even when we're on a budget, we still
2: deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50